Welcome to the Whitetail Obsession Podcast with Dave Richman and co-host Chris Worthing, where we talk and teach everything deer and turkey hunting related. Follow along as we help teach you tips and techniques about hunting, food plots, and habitat management strategies that everyone can use. Start us up. <laughs> Start us up. Start I'm us ready. up. I'm grumpy. Start us up, Captain. <laughs> Episode 37. Dave, what do you want to talk about today? Well, I just want to let everybody know that um, as as podcast or yeah, podcast thirty six, I mentioned I bought a truck. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, I had the truck for two weeks now, and it's officially two times that it's back in the shop. I broke down twice already in two weeks. Can you believe that? Uh, I, there's going to be people that are going to tell you why. Right, Ford. They're going to say Ford. It's unbelievable. Twice. They're all junk. They are. I mean, all new vehicles. I mean, they're just constant. It's just junk. They got so many sensors on them. Everything goes bad. And it's, it's just ridiculous. Junk. <clears throat> Should have kept my square body. Yeah. Yep. So, today's episode, we're going to talk about... Drought. Drought. What do we do? Everybody's upset. They oh, they're put, upset. They put... $300 worth of seed down, and we have no rain. Fertilizer, everything. What are we going to do? What we do? What do we do? We're upset. Well, so it's a big issue right now. I mean, a lot of people messaging me, and I see it all over the internet. And if you look at the forecast right now, it's not much. No. Uh, it's, it's been dry. So fortunately, I planted uh, my mother load food plot from the main i planted that uh this sat this saturday be three weeks when i planted that three weeks ago or two and a half weeks ago um i got a lot of rain for like the three days four days it rained Mm -hmm. well my plot looks amazing right now the soybeans are about this tall i mean i get pictures every day with cell cams and there is it shows zero sign of any kind of wilt or nothing like that Mm-hmm. Of course, I follow, you know, I follow good steps and practices and stuff. And, um, but I'm wondering, since it's so dry, if the dirty deeds is, uh, is doing what they said. It's actually doing what they said. Re- retains moisture and, and all that. I don't know, but I mean, it's dry. It, it, there's no yeah. rain. Yeah. So, sure. um, but we're today's September 5th. So you're getting into that crunch time where you know you still have a couple weeks left um to get a food plot in if let's say you planted a couple weeks ago it, it dried out you know it's wilted dead you know you're full of weeds again what do you you know what do we do um your last resort is always grains now i did see i i, I heard a podcast uh, a couple days ago where they said that when you're when you're planting cereal grains, it needs to be 60 days before a frost. Somebody said that. Nothing that that that's bad. <laughs> that's you, bad information. If you're planting grains 60 days before frost, that stuff's going to be so mature and just the deer aren't going to touch it. Hmm. Um, this is where it comes in play this time of year. Um, I mean, cereal grains, wheat, oats, you know, rye and things that really only needs to be planted. You can plant. 25 to 30 days before a frost um and you'll still get some green growth um yeah in you, there. Want, 
you want it to be short like grass. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to, you don't want it knee deep in archery season. They're not going to be eating it. No. So let's talk about it. You know, say, let's say some guys planted some food plots a couple weeks ago. It's dry, wilted, and it's full of weeds. What do we do? Yeah. I mean, I, I've got a situation going at, across the road myself. What do you got? What do you got I've going? Got, it ain't pretty. I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit. Uh, you know, I planted. Did I plant the full week before you? Something? I don't think so. I Maybe. Think so. Yeah. so I've been in almost a month, and uh, I had some weed come on after I put in my starter starter fertilizer with the seed, and. I've got as much weed as I do weed height growth as I do food plot. Um, if you look at the plot from a distance, it looks nice and green. It looks beautiful. But when you get up close, half of it's weeds. Mm. And not good. Uh, it isn't good, but yet, you know, it's not a terrible thing. I have enough stuff coming up that I planted. Um, the weeds that are coming on aren't like specifically hardcore stuff. You know, they're going to start to wield off here pretty soon anyhow. And then I'll be left with my plot. We'll be left behind and remain and keep growing. Um, it's not a terrible situation. I don't like it, of course, but, um, you know, they do steal a lot of nutrients and moisture from what you've planted. Mm -hmm. um but i think there's enough to go around now at what point do you say okay let's 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 retill let's retill this and well, replant. Let, let, let's talk I'm about not to that i'm not to that point I'm let's talk about dry people are dry and they threw seed out and nothing grew. yeah well <laughs> it's all there it's it's in the seed bank i would mm -hmm. not I would not go in there and retail that or anything because probably what you're going to do is end up burying it too deep and you're not going to get any growth anyhow. Mm -hmm. You just got to wait for rain. Yeah. You got to wait for the moisture. And I mean, we've got some heavy dews coming and that's the dew is what's making my plots grow right now. Mm -hmm. Now I've got, uh, I just looked at the forecast. We've got, uh, it's today. Today's Tuesday. We're supposed to get rain next three days like 58% chance. Now it's going to be scattered and I understand that, but some is better than none. Mm -hmm. You know, anything, anything more than just do is great. So I'm banking on a couple of little scattered showers to help me out. Yeah. Um, what I would do is, uh, most of the, most of the people that messaged me, they had planted something and it didn't grow or it grew a little bit. And then it, you know, uh, you know, lack of rain it all died oh. um so they were asking what to do with it and basically what i told them was if it's not full of weeds basically you know you can just drag it a little bit or and just broadcast weed or rye right on top of the soil try to wait for a rain if you can um but it's just a patience game right now like you said i think i saw third uh friday saturday sunday supposed to be some scattered thunderstorms Mm -hmm. um and then next week a few days as well so i think it the you know the dry spell is coming to an end here within the yeah. next week or so um but if anybody's listening you know you know your state best but you know your area and your your frost states and stuff but um just try to be you still have, you still got time um 
but get pick yourself uh, a bag of winter wheat or winter rye up and stuff. And you could do, you know, 150, 150 pounds per acre, 200 pounds per acre, and just time it before rain. You can, you can put it out if you see rain coming in the next day or two, but it's all just patience right now. I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not a hundred percent fail. You know, it, you know, your, your food plot may have failed previously um, from lack of rain, but you still have time to still have something. Right. And, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't give up on it. I mean, no. You just if it's if it's not totally fully grown over with weeds, mm-hmm. uh, I would just wait for that rain and just let it pop up itself. Um, if you're the guy that said you planted it and it died, yeah, I would be I would have that ground prepped and ready to roll for when you got moisture in the forecast. It's coming. And and, and like Dave said, the grains, the oats, but I definitely would. Uh, I still would add a little clover to that. You can, yeah. You might not get anything this year out of it, but in the spring when the grains come back, the clover will too. Mm-hmm. And it'll winter over and it'll be the first green things up. And then you're for sure going to have some action in the spring if you're a turkey hunter. It'll it'll winter over. Winter over, what's another name for that? Mm-hmm. What's Dormancy. another name for it? Dormant. Dormancy. Winter over. Dormant. You're a doormat. Yeah. But if you're in a, if you're not a turkey hunter, that's prime time when the deer need good nutrition anyhow for fawning mm-hmm. and you know that type of thing. They're coming out of a hard winter. You know, I I saw a comment. And I, I I don't mean to change the subject, but I saw a comment the other day. Someone posted, you know, how important is your brows? You know, and I made a comment and said, you know, it, it's it's top priority. If, mm-hmm. especially if you're not planning a plot and some guy wrote back and said, Oh, well, I don't see the importance of it. You know, my deer, yeah, this guy absolutely denied it and said, I don't see the importance of it. My deer already have the browse line up above their heads with, you know, above what they can reach already. And I see plenty of deer and you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, guys, high as a kite. Wow. He must have something good there for them to eat in the field. But what happens when that's taken off and harvested or, or just goes dormant and it's under a foot of snow, Mm -hmm. you know, what's his deer going to do then? Right. Well, you know, browse is the most overlooked thing from any land manager, deer hunter. It's, it's so overlooked. All they want to do is plant a food plot and food plots are a great attraction. Don't get me wrong. You can, You can but, plant a food plot, but it but a the food deer plot, don't need them. No, they don't need them, but they're good for attraction yeah. to be able to hunt over whatever. But a food plot is not going to going to sustain a deer herd. No, you have they it, whether it's on your property or not, they're they're going to go somewhere where they can get browse because mm-hmm. that's what they live on. Without yep, without food plots i mean deer survived without us so well I mean, like when i when i go to consult land consultant and stuff and i and i go to people's properties it's so like they just want to all they, a lot of times it's just like where can i put a food plot i gotta put this out i got i'm like dude no let we're we're yeah, walking your entire property out this first we need to fix your brow situation first get that under control and have that in the works and then you can mm-hmm. start working on food plots um 
but it's so overlooked. And remember, I don't know if you were there or not, but the, like the trade shows and, and stuff we went to, uh, a lot of people, you know, where we're talking about foil or feeding, spraying natural brows, had several people say, what do you mean? What, what is what's, brows? What's natural brows? <laughs> right. That's, I had a couple people ask that too on that, like, on that same thread. Yeah. It was I was like, get that what do you consider time. brows? And I'm like, that's a staple of a deer's diet year round. How yeah. about when we, remember when we went to Casey's? We went to Casey's property and remember he said the Amish came in and they timbered that out and it was that whole hillside was green briar and he was so upset about that mm -hmm. green briar. And I stopped him mid sentence. I was like, dude, people would kill to have that hillside. And he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, green briar. I said, holy crap, deer. That's mm -hmm. a preferred food, natural yeah. food. I said, yep. you have so much of it, you don't even realize what you got. And he's like, really? Mm -hmm. And then we started talking about brush hogging trails through it and setting stands and things. And he was like, I would have never known. I was like, yeah. man, you, you, well, got, you got a gold mine and don't even know it. Yeah, that was like four or five years ago. Um, probably four years ago. <clears throat> but uh, now that you bring that up, I did a project and actually me and Zach uh, went there. I did the, the consult, but then we came back and did some work, but it was in Virginia and it was all main majority of the property was all pines and cedars. Mm -hmm. Well, there was this hillside and this hillside was about 15 acres of just solid, uh, cedars and pines and, and stuff, zero brows in there whatsoever. So the guy, I told him the owner, I said, look, we need to take this hillside because it was a big patch of cedars and pines. And then on the backside, it was literally a line, a hard line of hardwoods. Mm -hmm. So I said, let's take all these cedars, find somebody to come and take them, cut them out. Let's take them all out. Take them all out. Because he had so many cedars, like that little patch there wasn't, you know, it wasn't going to affect anything. So he sent me a picture before and after, and they actually found a guy that came in there and cut and took out every single cedar um and i told him i said give it you know two three four years and now the this, sunlight's hitting the ground this stuff's gonna explode regrowth you're gonna have green bright you're gonna have all kinds of stuff and yeah three natural years stuff yeah and then then i said when that stuff grows back then you can maintain it mm -hmm. i said you can come in with a brush hog skid steer they have access to all that stuff so mm -hmm. they can maintain that from years on end right. um but imagine that 15 acres of just solid natural browse food right some people explode. don't even they don't know what they got no turkeys are going to be in there deer you're that whole hillside is going to just fill with wildlife so i mean and i got us off on a rabbit hole there but yeah i mean if your plot's looking like junk you know and you don't want to mess with it anymore capitalize on your brows you know, get in there and work a plan, <clears throat> get some sunlight down to the ground, let some stuff grow up. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe it, it might not help you this year, but everything you do this year is going to help you in the future. Yeah. You know, just look at it that way. It's an investment. Well, I had somebody ask me too about, <clears throat> they said, how come when you plant a food plot or whatever it is that it's so it's not tolerant to uh, stress of the of drought and stuff why doesn't natural browse die well when you plant a seed it's it's establishing itself it's tender it's, 
you know, it's, it's like a baby. You know, you got to give it some TLC to get it going. Browse is there year round. It's built up, you know, strength and it's established. It has it's roots. Established. It's got a root system that goes however far deep down in the ground. Mm-hmm. It can pull that moisture out. Not only that, it's, it's built itself up. It's strong. Mm-hmm. It can withstand those. It's like uh, <clears throat> you're comparing a baby to an adult. You know, adult can withstand, you know, more elements than a baby. Which brings me to a point. What's your here point? I, you ain't got, you ain't got here, no point. Here I am. I'm going to play yeah. devil's advocate again. You don't have no point. This is devil's advocate. What you got? Look at, look at it from this side of the spectrum. If you've got a plot and it's growing like mine. You know, and I've got a lot of plants that I planted, but yet I have a lot of weeds popping too. I'm looking at it from this angle. The weeds are established and the weeds reach down so far and they pull moisture up. Those things are actually helping my plants keep moisture in the ground right now. They're actually helping to moisturize my soil and they're they're helping the plants that i planted not to die what do you think like you're a cuckoo bird nope i think they're pulling up moisture and i think they're helping what i already planted nah it could be i'll tell you this my neighbor oh when i was a kid my my parents neighbor uh he the guy was old he was in his 90s mr bickle He's dead now, but he planted this garden every year. He planted cucumbers and this and this and this. He told me, like my grandmother, she would plant a garden and stuff. She's back there every day picking weeds, right? Yeah. He's over there, and he was completely against that. Mm-hmm. He said, weeds are good. They provide the shade for the for the for the vegetable. They hold in moisture, moisture. so the so the sun's not blaring on the uh on the right. soil right. and he had the best uh vegetables that anybody yep. could grow now i understand that 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 is true yep. now your issue is and what i would be worried about but you have tons of other food yeah um this plot those weeds are taking up space so when those weeds die you're right. less you're left with less volume of a food plot than you grew you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the but, only issue with that. But when I get the, moisture yes. and my plants take off, yes, they're going to grow up and blossom out because I planted big leafy things. Did you? you, know, Would you what What mix are you talking about here? I put no BS in, but I added okay. hybrid brassica, kale, okay. and uh, some uh, hot chick. Did it all? Did it all? germinate oh yeah it's all germinating it's all germinating but it's all you know this high gotcha you know it's it's high enough that i can't really mow it you know it's just to the point you know it's it's ready to take off i just need the moisture at this point it's coming it's coming and it's on its way and like i said we're into that part of the year too where you got to be patient these are annual weeds we're talking about Mm -hmm. they're gonna wilt over and and the other stuff's gonna keep growing you know, some of these plants still germinate down to, you know, 40s and 30s, 
Oh, you'll that plot will continue to grow until. Oh yeah, it'll continue to be green. It'll be it'll be green for you know, till after Thanksgiving. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and it's uh, it's got uh, what's no BS at winter wheat? Oats, clover, or oats. I'm sorry, you're right. Clover. So the oats will go, you know. But it's got the radish and the the rape, the clover and the chicory, and I added more clover and chicory to it, and I added the kale. Yeah, you know, kale will stay green all the way down to like flipping ten degrees or something. You know, I mean, flipping, it's, huh? Yeah, flipping. I mean, there's some pretty hardy plants there. You know. Yeah. It's it's gonna be there and winter over. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll be digging through the snow to get at those big leafy plants. So yeah, yeah when those you know, I'm just being uh, I'm just being patient because I know those annuals are gonna wilt off and die because we're at that time of year. The annuals will just die off and, and the rest of the plant the my, the stuff I planted will keep flourishing and mm-hmm. growing and it'll overtake it. Yeah, I mean I'm confident. This situation happens every year. I mean, we get droughts. I mean, it's nobody did nothing wrong. It's just you can't you can't predict the weather and you try to do right. You try to time it, you know, everything. But hey, but my clover is banging. Yeah. Well, it, it's been there since last year and <laughs> yeah. it, it was able to establish a root system. Right. And that's why I still uh, there again. I know a lot of guys like to say they plant spring and summer food plots with you know, and uh, I'm not against it totally, but the best time is to put it in in the fall, like now with your with your plot. Get that incorporated with your fall blend, and mm-hmm. then next year, like, and, and it just happened to work out this year. I didn't know it was, we was going to have this, you know, we right. had this big drought season, and then we had this monsoon season, and now we're back to drought again. Yeah, like you when know? I first planted, uh, well, it was in there since last fall, but the springtime was dry. Like, my clover... I got nervous, like my clover was turning brown. Mm. Well, it was very dry in the spring. Well, then, like you said, we had monsoon season. Like yeah. it was raining like every freaking day. And my clover came to life. I mean, it, oh, yeah. it, was, it was gorgeous. Now, here we are in drought again. But mm-hmm. it's a, it happens all the time, you know. Like I remember every year since I was 14 years old, deer season started in Maryland September 15th. The week leading up to it was scorching hot. Dries dry the bone scorching hot every single year well here, now 15 years ago or so they moved the season to the 9th of september well i leave thursday to hunt Mer- public land and um here we are today was 99 degrees i think i sent you a i sent you a picture yeah. earlier mm-hmm. it was 99 degrees tomorrow is supposed to be 97 <laughs> and then open the day of deer season the high is going to be 91 jeez and I deal with that every year. It's it happens every year, so it's nothing nothing new, right? But people uh, people freak out, man. Oh, they, they're freaking out, man! If you look at the Facebook stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's uh, it's legitimate. I mean, you spend money and people get panicked, yeah. and you know you don't want to. But hey, when there's a risk with everything, you know. Well, I guess. I guess people come to us because we've been giving advice all this time, and then it's like it's not working out for them, so they want to want us to answer why. Well, I mean, it's not our fault. <laughs> it's not our fault. Just do the right things, and you know, hopefully it works out. But yeah, we're not control of the weather. Hey, 
all I can tell you is I don't do nothing special with, with nothing. I follow steps. Let me show you this for the people watching. Um, look at this food plot, man. It's unbelievable. This is my soybean plot. Green as green can be. Yep. Look at that. Mm -hmm. That's my soybeans. Soybeans, peas, um, and all that stuff. And that, the deer in there. Um, you see my Egyptian wheat coming up in the back. But anyway, that's, uh, you know, I, all it is is beans and peas. And um, it's it's working out. So, I mean, I I just my clover and stuff is just it's just ridiculous. Let me guess, you mowed again? I'm about to. No, I might. No, I might. Oh, it's don't, it's it's in good shape. Don't do it. It's in real good shape. It's leave all flowered stuff. out again. Leave that stuff go, man. It's all flowered out again. We'll be all right. I was thinking about it. It's like eight inches high, all flowered out. I'm thinking about trimming it down to six, taking the heads off. Oh. It is spectacular. That's good. But yeah. But so, I don't I don't know if I will though, because uh, I mean if the temperature drops like they like next week's looking, like I probably won't because It'll slow down on tonnage. You got to think about that right now before season. Like, I'm just messing around saying I'm going to mow it. But if I went out there and mowed that, and we got a streak of cold, and that stuff did not bounce back real well, I mean, it'll stay healthy. But, I mean, if it doesn't create tonnage, I would have just screwed myself. Mm -hmm. You know, so, no, I am not going to mow it again. It is very nice looking though. And uh man, you should see the strip that I called the Green Mile. It's right up against the woods that was no BS last year that mm -hmm. I did absolutely zero to this year. The clover is ridiculous. Huge. Huge. Yeah. Huge. It's snare, creates that root system. It'll it'll last all year. So yeah, I mean, all I'm gonna have to do for next year is go back in and frost seed mm -hmm. and i probably won't even have to frost seed the whole plot i'll just probably go to some of the patchy areas and you know overseed a little bit yeah you know because it's i i've never i've never had clover like this i mean i've had clover plots but man this year was great just just off the charts it's all that domain Mm, could be. Could be. Either that or it's just doing the right things over. Nah, and it's, over. yeah, I you mean, know? the main's good, but it's, I'm just, it's. Oh, it's good tactics, you know. Everything just worked out, yeah. Well, it helps to have good seed. Well, but yeah, I mean, but it, it's more of the process. Oh, yeah, it's definitely the process. It's just good practices over the years, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, you know, there's nothing easier to do than frost seeding, guys. You know, that's the easiest thing. You know, put it in the fall and frost seed again in March, and you'll have a good plot. Yeah. Well. And you'll create a dough factory. Yeah, dough factory. <laughs> dough factory. Pot, 
Podcast 37. I'm going to throw this out there real quick before we before we sign off. Like we talked about in the beginning of this video, browse and everything. If anybody needs help with that, shoot me an email and uh, I'll get you set up. We can come in. We do cuttings. Uh, Zach, Chris might even tag along this year a little bit and um, we can get you set up on and stuff like that. What? What's so funny? I shook my head. No. No. You'll be going. And uh, if it's in PA, two miles from my house, I'll go. Yep. I got majority of people are in PA. Um, yeah. PA people are serious. But yeah. So guys, don't don't freak out. There's always uh, things to do. Nah, and be um, patient. Be patient. If you need something to plant, focus on cereal grains. Uh, like I said, you can plant that. You know long as you get 30 days or so 25 days before frost um it'll it'll carpet up and you'll have a nice green base and uh so yeah don't freak out be patient with the rain it's coming i unless, I, I can unless you got a dead plot yeah i feel it in my bones the but rain's you can, coming you can save it you yeah, can save, save a plot put the cereal, grains to it cereal grains um give us a comments on uh, on the podcast and give it a watch on chris's channel Okay, guys, that's 37. Subscribe 37. to both our uh, channels. We have Instagrams and different other avenues of social media. Check them out as well. We'll see you all later.